Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DC Radio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. And I am so grateful that I am well on my way to over 300, almost 300 conversations. I hit the 200 milestone several months ago and still talking to some incredibly beautiful souls. And our wealthy conversations are all inspiring, insightful, illuminating, informative. And my guest today is Maura of the same. I promise you. She is recognized in digital marketing, social technology, and data security. She's held leadership positions in conceiving and executing innovations in technology, market strategy, and business development for corporations, startups, and universities. Her specialties include online communities, social networking, celebrity athlete endorsements, product placement, corporate branding, and engaging social influencers within organizations. She's a founder of Serendipity, my favorite word, Interactive, a marketing technology firm that customizes cohesive digital user experiences for corporations and personal brands. She has served as interim CEO of technology startups, enhancing the value of companies while securing customers and funding. As a corporate vice president at Lowe's Home Improvement, he held responsibility for the e-commerce website, mobile application, omni-channel strategy, and the development of the customer loyalty program, My Lowe's, where she repeatedly exceeded sales goals. As a senior engineer and research manager at Microsoft, her work included product development, enhancing grassroots creativity, and company-wide innovation. She is a well-published author, frequent speaker, and presenter in the media. She serves on trustee boards of several organizations, including the YMCA, Crosby Scholars, Acres of Hope, Digitize.ai, and Dome Beats. She's a member of the Executive Leadership Council, an organization dedicated to empowering corporate leaders to make significant and impactful contributions in the global marketplace and their communities. She was recognized as one of the most influential Blacks in corporate America and top 100 diverse corporate leaders in STEM. She resides in North Carolina with her husband and two teen sons, where she is an avid sports fan. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. My guest, my friend, my sister, technology and real estate investor, Dr. Tamara Williams, PhD. How are you today? I am doing great, Dr. Vicki Johnson, and I'm so excited to be here with you today and just really, really super, um, super excited about our connection because we know 
people want to be connected to you. And so I am so honored <laughs> to count you as a friend and a co-laborer. Listen, thank you for that. I just am full of gratitude and excitement to share you with the Soul Wealth audience today. What was your experience listening to me read your bio back to you? What were you thinking? How did that make you feel? That's an interesting question because I was like, wow, I wish I knew her. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But honestly, it was uh, it was really like you just said, um, gratitude, just being filled with gratitude for all the opportunities I've been given for all the people who went before me and opened doors for the hard times. Like uh, sometimes we come through on the other end and we're so excited, but we forget that we had to go through the valley to get back up to the mountain. And so um, when you were reading some of those things, I was thinking about some of the valley experiences that make me really, really appreciate, you know, some of the highlights that you had a chance to read. I mean, this bio is fire. Like, that's what I would say if we were in person. Like, what you have accomplished is so powerful and what you are still creating and currently doing is amazing. Who are you at your core? Right? If you take away all of these accomplishments, yeah. who are you? I would say um, at my core, I am somebody who loves to see other people win and tap into their God-given potential. And in every role that you kind of described in my bio and everything I've had a chance to do, that was at my core, helping other people win. And it's so interesting when you focus on others, like you really truly focus um, on other people and you put your heart into it. It is so amazing to me how God blesses you for the Mm -hmm. sacrifice, for your labor, for your, um, you know, that that whole thing about you just saying, I'm going to help enhance their life. And because I'm enhancing their life, God is going to enhance mine. So we talk about the law of reciprocity where, you know, when you give, you're supposed to receive, but you don't always receive from the same place that you gave just because it's not exactly like planting and harvesting. It, the principle is you're going to plant somewhere, but where you harvest might be in a field where you didn't plant. And I believe that's what's happened in my life. I believe it has definitely happened in yours because I see all the blessings and miracles happening around you too. But sometimes we, you know, we get so caught up in thinking, well, because I planted here, I want to receive from here. And that's not always how it works. It really is not. And I'm telling you, you must have seeds scattered all over the globe because (laughs) (laughs) I I really am in awe of you. And I'm not just saying that to placate you at all. It is you are so phenomenal in the spaces where you be, where you show up like you shift atmospheres, literally. And it's amazing to me. You know, I take the time to read your bio and presence, you know, the energy of who you are, because as you stated, when I asked you the question, how did it feel? You have taken the time to become this woman, right? To endure what you have gone through and come out of, to make the sacrifices of tears, of energy, probably of some relationships. And so I asked that question at the beginning, followed by 
And who are you really, though, at your core? These are things that you've accomplished, but who, what are your core values? Who are you? I do that to amplify you, to celebrate you, to highlight you, because when you're a high achieving woman, as we both are, it's always on to the next, right? Mm-hmm. And unless you practice that self-care, self-awareness muscle of just really sitting in gratitude, right? Every day, being mindful, reflecting, remembering, you know, we're, we're on to the next because that's who we are. That's what we do. We're, a, you know, let me go and help somebody over here, right? Because that's who we are. So thank you for your yes and for all you've done and continue to do. And on behalf of the tens of thousands of people, probably close to millions of people whose lives you have impacted, I know there, there is just a cloud, if you will, a, a galaxy of gratitude. That's what I hear just for you and just for the gift of you being, you know, who you are and where you are. So thank you for being here and thank you for sharing, you know, this time and space with us today. I appreciate you. Well, Dr. Vicki, that means so much to me coming from you. You know that when I met you, I was probably 20 years old. (laughs) That was over 20 years ago. Wow. (laughs) Right. But one thing I remember, um, well, there are a lot of things I remember about you from back then, but I just remembered that um, you, when you walked into a room, you commanded authority without ever opening your mouth, um, that people absolutely loved and adored you, and that um, you were just somebody who I totally looked up to. And so, you know, for God to bring this full circle moment um, in 2021, and you know what I mean, for us to um, just be reconnected in the way that we are right now, I'm super grateful for you. One of the things I wanted to point out, and I guess I didn't think about it until you just asked the question, how did it feel for the majority of the resume or the bio that you just read? I was a single woman and for most of it, a single mom. And so I wanted to just say that because a lot of times people see I'm married now, right? I was married before. So I had, um, I was married while I was in graduate school. I had two kids and then life happened. And Uh then, you know, single for 10 years, raising my two sons by myself. But what I guess what I want to impress on somebody who's listening today is it might be a really, really difficult season in your life, but you have to find a way to get up and keep putting one foot in front of the other and don't let yourself or your image be defined by somebody else's thoughts, their views, and their opinions. I remember when I was leaving Microsoft and transferring to Lowe's and the head of HR asking, well, what is she? And what she was trying to get to, is she single? Is she married? Does she have a family? And that was the question that was posed to me. Well, what are you? And I said, I'm single and I have a family. I'm single, but I have two sons. And so I I did not let them define who I was or how I was going to show up. Yes, I had to do it as a single woman, but I also knew that my children deserve to live a higher, they deserve to have a higher standard of living. And I wasn't going to let their future be defined or decided by 
the fact that I was, you know, divorced and, you know, really going through at the time, I had a whole lot on my plate. Sometimes you just have to invoke your support system uh-huh. and find other people. Um, a lot of times it's other women who are going to step up and support you as you're moving through and trying to accomplish things that you're trying to accomplish. Because when we do it as a tribe, we all bring something to the table. And so for some, it might be a monetary thing. And for somebody else, it might be time. But when we put all of our resources together, we are totally unstoppable. Ooh, that is so good. I'm going to just let that breathe for a minute. I'm doing the Patti LaBelle with my arms. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, I'm just going to let that breathe for a moment. So good. Invoke your support system when you need it, however you need it. Mm -hmm. Be bold enough. Be bold enough to access it. That is so good. So good. Share another lesson because that's a lesson that you just shared with us. Share another lesson that after you learned it, it caused you to pivot. Well, this one is very vivid in my memory, but I remember the day I was going in to do my PhD dissertation defense and my ex-husband was supposed to show up and grab the kids because, you know, you've been there when you go in to do a defense. It could be anything. It could be a, a big proposal you're pitching. It could be a job interview. But, you know, when you have something big, you don't need a one and a three year old hanging off of you saying right. mommy, mommy and, you know, needing this and that. So he was supposed to get the kids that morning. Well, he didn't show up. I had my Ph.D. Dis- dissertation defense. I had to decide. Am I going to postpone my defense and not get awarded or crowned crowned as doctor that day? Or do I drag these kids along with me? And guess what I decided to do? I took those babies with me. They were one and three years old. And just before I was standing outside while the committee was getting themselves together and my one-year-old who was potty training decided he wasn't going to wait. So he wet his pants. But guess what? I had a change of underwear in my backpack and I had a a jacket to put on him. And that's what we did. I changed his little pants. I tied a jacket around him and I went into that Ph.D. defense, that dissertation defense and crushed it. And I remember my three year old shaking everybody's hands who was on my committee saying, thank you for helping my mommy to save people. Oh, my goodness. I think he got the wrong idea about doctor. I'm not that kind of doctor. but In his mind, that's what it was. But here's what's so crazy. That one thing about me showing up, even if I had to show up with my children, played out when I was a corporate vice president at Lowe's because I had a meeting at 5.15 in the morning. I remembered the day that I had to go into my dissertation defense with a one and a Mm three-year-old. So I showed up with a three and a five-year-old to a meeting. And the point is every situation that we go through, even though it doesn't feel good, it doesn't mean that it's not working together for our good. Some of those things we have to remember because it's gonna show up somewhere else. And the question is, are you going to keep showing up for yourself even if you have to drag along some things that you weren't meaning to drag along. Wow. You're going to keep showing up even when you don't have everything that you thought you needed. I thought I needed a babysitter that day. Well, it turned out that I didn't and was still able to show up even without the babysitter. So I don't know who that's for today, but you feel like you don't have the resources. You don't have the support. You don't have the time. And I'm telling you, you got to show up anyway. 
show up anyway. And so the baby sat there in your dissertation quietly? Absolutely, they did. <laughs> oh, they clapped at the end. They were just, it was it was phenomenal. And the beauty is I had my mother in the room with me too. And I had my grandmother. So we literally have four generations in there. And the whole reason I ever thought to get a doctorate was because um, my grandmother, she wanted that for me. And so that was actually the last time that trip was the last time I had a chance to spend some extensive time with my grandmother. And she's in all of those pictures and it was a beautiful thing. But yeah, my son sat there with my mother and grandmother because they weren't going to miss that for the world. I was the first in the in the family to go to college and went all the way through. So yeah, we did that together. And my boys, again, looking back, hindsight is twenty twenty. It was a pleasure for me and a blessing that when I became Dr. Tamara Combs, then Williams, my sons were there with me. And they were one and three years old. And my three, he, he was three then. He's 17 now. He remembers that. That is so amazing. Yeah. That I mean, you know, and side note, let me just insert parenthetically. You know, I posted on my Facebook page maybe last week to encourage people to take a lot of pictures. Right. Mm-hmm. I just felt this strong nudge to say to people take a lot of pictures, take pictures of memories, right? Of moments because moments become memories Mm -hmm. and those memories will bless you later. Yeah. And so many people, it resonated with so many people to the point that you just shared, you know, my grandmother is in all of those pictures. How special is that? That is priceless. Absolutely. That is priceless. Talk about motivation and encouragement to keep going and inspiration to just maximize all of who you are. What a beautiful, beautiful share. Share another moment with us, Dr. Tamara, that changed you forever. Like after it happened, you knew your life would never be the same. Hmm. Okay. Well, okay. I know one. (laughs) This is kind of crazy, but I remember uh, meeting my husband, Chris. 10 years ago. And he was the perfect gentleman. And he would hang around. My mother actually was the one who kept inviting him to come around back (laughs) then. And we had met him through our through our church and you know a couple of other things. But she was doing, she would say, Oh, come over this Friday. I'm gonna, you know, fry fish and just kept inviting him. And now and she lived with me. So I was like, how are you inviting him to my house? But she kept inviting him. So finally, after, you know, some time had passed, he told me, God said, you're going to be my wife. Mm. And you know what I said? That's it. You're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no more, Mr. Chris Williams. Uh-uh. You got to go. And so I did something that's really bad. He knows about it now, but I blocked him on everything. I blocked him on social media. I told my assistant, if he calls, don't take his call. Like, I just wanted to have nothing else to do with him. Why? Because I was hurt from the last relationship, Uh um, you know, and so I was taking it out on him. Anybody who said anything about church, (laughs) the church, church boys. Now, I was still in church. I, I never left the church, but because he was associated with something that I was hurt by. 
Mm-hmm. Might have put, I, I, I took it out on him. So fast forward years later, I was going to a completely different church um, in a different town, you know, a couple towns over from the old church. And I wasn't attending there. My son, my oldest son wanted to serve. So we took him there. Long story short, Chris was there. And he was teaching the class that my son was take, was taking so that he could serve at this larger church. Wow. And Chris said, is that Dr. Tamara Combs? Right, my maiden name. And I looked up and it was him. I felt so bad that I had been avoiding him all those years. And he went right back to the same thing. So he never gave up hope, even when I did. And so, you know, a a few years later, here I am, Tamara Williams. So obviously he won. And what he said back then was true, that God said, you're going to be my wife. I ran from it because I was afraid of that blessing. And so that to me is it was a defining moment where I had to let go of past hurts in order to propel my future forward. And I am telling you, that man is everything I was afraid to articulate. All the things I was afraid to pray for, that is who he is. And so I was running away from my greatest blessing. Mm. And I'm so glad that God didn't see fit to let, you know, let it go somewhere else. But he held that blessing for me. And yeah, it has totally changed my life. What? opened. That's beautiful, by the way. Beautiful, beautiful story. I love that, you know, you shared you had to let go of past hurts so that you could embrace what was waiting for you and you had run away from your greatest blessing. What caused you to do that? Was it fear? Was it unworthiness? What 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 made you resist originally? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. 100 percent fear. I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing that again. And guess what? Because I was fearful and because I was very adamant about what I wasn't going to do, right? Shaking my head and just totally resistant to hearing any type of wisdom at all. I ended up being single for 10 years. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing on surface, because trust me when I say I totally enjoyed my my single mommy years and my boys and I have, you know, so many memories that we created during that time. But what I am saying is I potentially delayed my blessing because I chose fear over faith. And I'm saying I chose it. And a lot of times people say, well, no, I I really was hurt. You were hurt. And I, I, I think Sometimes I get frustrated when people are just like, oh, we'll just get over it. Yeah, we do have to get over it. But we uh, we also have to acknowledge that there was an offense Uh and that there was a real hurt. And, you know, go ahead and feel it. Let yourself, you know, cry a little bit, scream, you know, go for long drives, acknowledge the hurt. But at some point, you got to get up from that hurt and move forward. And you do have to let it go. And so when I say I chose fear over faith, it was my choice. And then I also chose to let go of the fear and move forward in faith. So that was what held me back. Absolutely. It was fear. (sighs) And, you know, scripture is so true. That perfect love casts out fear. Yes. You know, it's the absence of love. And frequently the love that 
we should really pour on ourselves mm-hmm. is what causes us to live and move and be and make decisions from that place of fear. So what an awesome testament to the power of God's love for us, right? To send people into our lives to love us until we can love ourselves into alignment with God's perfect will for our lives. And then we flourish and then we reap from fields in which we did not plant, you know, because we have been planting seeds before that. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful share. Thank you so much for sharing that and being that transparent and vulnerable because somebody needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. Just, just take that in, y'all. Take a deep breath. Do your Patty LaBelle arms. <laughs> You know, and just take that in, just take that in, just powerful, powerful. As we begin to close here, we're winding down to the last couple of minutes. What are you grateful for? Well, I am so grateful um, for the relationship. I'll start first with the relationships that I have in my life. I have a wonderful relationship with my mother. She is my absolute best friend you know, my closest ally, all of those things. And I know some people listening are saying, oh, your husband is supposed to be your best friend. Okay, I'll say that too. But I'm telling you, <laughs> y'all, my mama is my ride or die. When I was in, when I was living in Seattle, I was eight weeks pregnant with my very first son. And I was like, Ma, I need you. And she packed up everything, sold her business And she moved to Seattle with me and she has not left me since. And my sons, that one that was eight weeks pregnant with, he's now 17. And she has such a beautiful relationship with my sons. And so, you know, I already talked about my husband and how wonderful he is. And again, I'm super grateful. We are coming up on three years of marriage. So we're still newlyweds. Mm -hmm. And so we're, you know, I think it's honeymoon every day and people are like, yeah, well, it's going to wear off. And I'm like, okay, maybe it did for you, but I'm holding on to this for, you know, forever. But, you know, of course you have rain and, uh, and rainbows and all that other kind of stuff, but I love my husband. Um, and, but my children, I, I really wanted to park it there. My son's again are 17 and 16 years old now. And they're a a senior and junior in high school. And we have such a beautiful, beautiful relationship. I think when your kids are young, you absolutely have to parent them, right? You cannot cannot be their friend. But I also believe that when when they become adults, they should be the kind of people that you want to hang around Mm -hmm. and that they want to hang around you. Why? Because you've done so much life together that you've created memories together. I love my oldest one is in um, he's in military boarding school. So when he was home this past week, we had a chance to hang out. He's like, mom, where do you want to go for dinner? He's trying to take me out. Um, (laughs) We go to movies together. It's all the little things. It's the memories that you talked about creating with your family. But I love that I had that special time with my kids and Mm -hmm. that they don't regret um, growing up in a single parent home. Um, And my prayer, y'all, I know this is a crazy prayer, but from the time they were little, it was like, Lord, please don't let me mess these kids up. (laughs) That was my constant prayer. Don't let me mess them up. And I just love the young men who, who they're becoming. 
What a blessing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And we are out of time. Oh, this was so good. Thank you for being here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show. How can our listeners connect with you, Dr. Tamara Williams? The best way is Instagram. Mm-hmm. And my handle is my name. It's Tamara with two M's. So T-A-M-M-A-R-A-C for my um, maiden name initial, C. Williams, Tamara C. Williams. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to the Soul Wealth Radio Show here on 96.3 HD4NDCRadio.gov. I invite you to visit my website, VickiJohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at all things. Vicky, I'd love to connect with you. And Vicky is V-I-K-K-I. Listen, Soul Wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live with purpose, live with intention. Remember that with the rain also comes rainbows. I love that Dr. Tamara just shared that with us. Live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on soulwealth at dcradio.gov.